when does he get it? He doesn't. Why not? Because he broke the rules. What rules? We didn't see any rules, did we, Charlie? Wrong, sir, wrong. Wrong, sir, wrong. Wrong, sir, wrong. Wrong, sir, wrong. You lose a contract signed by him. You get washed. You get terrorized. You get nothing but pay. You lose. Faithful listeners, fans of the damned. Those who are fucked in the head in ways that should probably seek professional help. Welcome back to another episode of Aged and Confused, a, uh, a show that continues to thrive and survive despite several mutinous attempts to derail it. And in that vein, let me introduce my co-hosts, Marcus and hey. James. Uh, gentlemen, say hello. Hello. All right, all right, all right. All right. So, uh, it, I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to make sure that our listeners know what our name come, where our name actually comes from. The name of the podcast actually comes from. Well, the, Craig, this should be interesting because I don't even know it. So go ahead. Dazed and confused, Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. No, just saying, just greeting, greetings from the Midwest. That's all I'm saying. We're we're aged and confused, actually. Although I know, wouldn't, but wouldn't, wouldn't we, it be fun if <clears throat> I had just been pronouncing it kind of sloppily and it was really AIDS and confused, and I had a surprised HIV diagnosis to unleash on you guys <laughs> tonight? <laughs> no, but the 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 movie no, dazed, no, dazed and confused uh with matthew mcconaughey is where we got our uh where we got our title it's aged and confused dazed and confused you know well anyway you guys know that i lived in austin for quite a while right there was always a rumor circulating around that uh matthew mcconaughey would show up in the oddest of places randomly and that he always smelled (laughs) really bad like he's one of these guys that didn't believe in deodorant kind of thing Um, yeah I don't know. Never slept with the guy. Can't confirm or deny that, but <laughs> that's good. That's good. Hey man, whatever you're into, it's it's not our it's not our it's not our you know, it's not that's our what you're uh, into. it's not what we're into. Uh so in the interest of clearly defining the uh separation points of our uh diverging brands here, this again is aged and confused. This is the no hold barred. Wow, those drinks are really coming out now. No holds barred. Um, manifestation of the ego and the id wrestling naked with a thin layer of vegetable oil between them. Um, <laughs> releasing every thought, every utterance into the ether. Uh, all the stories. Uh, th- this is. This is not work safe. It's not work unsafe. It is simply a stream of consciousness or raunchousness if you're a longtime listener. And uh, we hope that if you're tuned in, you're ready for that. So I've had kind of an interesting chain of events trigger off in the the past couple of days. Um, On the East Coast, we had what was called a bomb cyclone roll in. Uh, which is where God reminds you that he hates you, and he, he sends some kind of weather that would you know, <laughs> cause any other... Kind of uh, know what that feels like. Parasites, yeah, yeah to, to, to perish. But 
you know, we, we humans, we, we strive on. Um, and I was supposed to go across the Atlantic. That got canceled, so they decided to send me over to the West Coast. Ended up in San Diego. Uh, again, uh, roughly translates to whale penis. And I'm checking into the hotel randomly. I look. Wait over. a minute. Hold on. Yeah, it's Wells vagina. Vagina. You're right. You're right. I guess I'm so I ju- sorry to interrupt, but I guess geez. I just had penis on the brain. If um, you're if you're gonna if you're gonna <laughs> quote Ron Burgundy, you got to get it right, motherfucker. All right. So, <laughs> giant, huge whale vagina is what that translates to. So I'm checking in in the hotel. I booked myself somewhere pretty nice. And I look over randomly. I'm there with my coworker, and uh, I see a guy works for the hotel, bellman for the hotel. And I say to my, I say to my coworker, I said, "Hey, I, uh, I, I think that 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 looks like somebody that I went to high school with." <laughs> and the guy happened to be black. I happen to be white, so there's always that little thought, like, does it really look like a guy you went to high school with, or are you just racist, and you're not, like, telling the differences? <laughs> and then I had, I just, I did, you know, this this utterance, it just came out, I was like, Marlon, and the guy, the guy whips his head around, and there's a look of recognition on both of our faces, and this guy literally had not seen him since 1992, we played high school football together at a tiny southern Mississippi high school. And this is... Oh, shit. I, what are the odds of that? I, I could have been struck by lightning twice before that would happen kind of thing. It's amazing. And yep. so we, we go up. You know, I reassure myself that I'm not racist. <laughs> Um, we embrace. Hey, how you See, doing? You went on red red porn, yeah, right. Oh fuck, and uh, we, we well, you know, hey, you want to get together, grab a bite later on, something like that, because obviously you're working now. <laughs> He's yeah, that sounds good. Come and, up to my uh, room. Do I invite him to his? Oh ro- god, to your room? you know, I wish I were gay. It, life would be so much easier if I were gay, really, because. <laughs> <laughs> guys are ready to get down at any time right so there's not a whole lot of salesmanship involved um right but at any rate so we we trade cell numbers check into my room do my stuff where i take a you know (laughs) mega post flight shit uh and and get showered up etc etc then i got together with my coworker who was with me on this trip uh, this coworker is a very free spirit. Be the best way I'd have to describe him. And so we decided we're gonna we're gonna meet over at the pool. And we meet over at the pool, which was heated but not heated enough. Scoping out the landscape as a uh, a guy with his testicles still attached, I noticed that. Well, you know, there are some women, but they're kind of in a circle talking to each other, uh, and I think that's their kids playing in the pool, so that's not really um, anything uh, that's actionable. And getting to the pool, too too fucking cold, end up wandering over to the hot tub. So we get to the hot tub. Uh, 
as yeah, Ron Burgundy in a different uh, character would say it. Now, this yes. guy, and, and by the time I've swung over to the bar because you only fucking live once, and uh, my buddy has got a drink there too, and we're just shooting the shit. He's a great person to, to chat with and kind of bounce life and, and experiences off funny stories and whatnot. And we're sitting in there enjoying that banter, right? And this yeah. random guy who had kind of been over by the pool who looks alarmingly like the actor Bradley Cooper. He comes over. He sits down in the hot tub with us. <clears throat> Bad and, day for uh, you. We, we, we welcome him. You know, it's a little bit odd. They're like, oh, okay, you decided to come <laughs> over to two random dudes just chatting in the hot tub. And he starts making conversation. Be like, oh, well, you know, all my kids are over in the other hot tub. I decided to come into the adult hot tub. And uh, my friend and I decided to start being a little bit less filthy and start talking like normal, fine, upstanding human beings for a little bit. And so we start shooting the shit with this guy. So, and I'm sorry, I'm completely hogging the microphone, but I got to get this story out of my brain right now. So, do Brad- it, do it. Bradley do it. Cooper uh, ends up chatting with us. <laughs> We're calling Brad. Yeah, we'll, we'll call Gary him Brad. Karen. Yeah, Brad Karen. Um, <clears throat> but. <laughs> this coworker of mine has I've discovered this pattern that he has where we and we started to get in a competition of telling the most outrageous lies whenever we're out on business trips together. So the last time we were in LA, I think I um I said, "Yeah, we're in town for a convention." And then he goes, uh, yeah, we're going to go scuba diving. And then I followed that up with, well, we're actually scuba instructors. Have you heard of this new couple scuba thing where you have to share one tank? And the shuttle bus driver's just going, uh, no, Dude. I haven't heard of that. <laughs> kind of thing. No. So anyway, we're talking with Brad Carey. Bad idea. There. <clears throat> right. And, um, my coworker says, well, yeah, you know, we're both divorced with kids just coming out here to party kind of thing. And I'm looking at him going, where are you going with this? Um, and the guy says, well, I'm practically there. And we're like, oh, well, really? He goes, yeah, uh, my wife is stage four cancer. She didn't have the energy to come out here to the pool. So she's just resting in the room, but we don't think she's got too long. And our kids are out there playing. Oh Oh, my gosh. Good Lord. Whoa. Look, that's, and my heart goes out rough. to the guy. Because I mean, what a horrible situation to be in. And he, he he later keeps unloading details. And, like, they've tried all these different treatments. None of them are working. So they just decided to give up and give her a few months of decent quality of life before she oh my gosh. taps out. And What's the, can you can you give us a can you give us a name for for this guy? He never gave us a name. He he left Just to go address his kids him, before we got. Yeah, well, I'll call him Brad then. All right, yeah. Brad. And so me and my coworker are looking at each other and looking at him and thinking, God, we're really we're feeling horrible for this guy. But at the same time, what a fucking buzzkill to drop in on two strangers in the hot tub. Right. And drop that. And we started talking about it once he left to talk to his kids. And I said, dude, he needed to tell somebody that. He must not have a good support system. He must not have a good circle of friends. He needed to let somebody know that he was hurting. Oh, that's heartbreaking. Yeah. And that this this is where his life was at. So (sighs) 
anyway, that that kind of so that wrapped up chapter one of Hot Tub at the hotel. And then chapter two was two two guys, two other guys randomly pop into the hot tub with us. Now I'm looking at these guys going, they they've got to be gay. They there is no way that these guys do not enjoy um, <clears throat> thorough inspections Say Say of it. oral hygiene in each other. Yeah, it's just it's, and we're in California. So we start shooting they, the shit with them and um, and doing our thing, chatting and you know telling stories. And I was telling stories from from high school to stories with Caligula Chris of the first time that we went to New Orleans when we were fifteen or sixteen years old. Um, and these guys are just cracking up. They're they're saying, "Oh, you you know y'all are awesome." Da 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 da. And the whole time I'm going, "Okay, I know you two are." Packing some dark uh, sugar-laden products. One one of you is <laughs> what doing the more. What pack- does that mean? Oh well, what does you know, that mean? <laughs> there might have been a little bit of fudge in the scenario. Not that it. Not that there's anything dark wrong with sugar. that. And so, and then at one Man, point they are say, they, "Are they? Are they? Are they white? Are they white?" They, oh, okay, racist grandma. Yes, they're white. Um, but no, you said dark sugar. <laughs> That's your words, man. So they and we say, well, you know, where are you from? They say, well, we're from around here. We're just doing a staycation. Like, uh, and I was thinking, oh, that's the best kind. You know, it's very little no expense. No you don't have to worry about traveling anywhere, et cetera, et cetera. And then they make the comment, well, yeah, you know, we're 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 married and our wives aren't here. And I'm thinking, what? It does not compute. <laughs> Why would you go on a staycation, <laughs> slip into the hot t- tub with another hairy dude next to two other dudes, half naked, and that's your thing? It's a dick so, of death. They're, and they're yeah. either they're either in denial, or just straight up <laughs> lying to fit in with the two straight guys. Um, that's interesting. Yeah. So th- that was <laughs> really weird. interesting. It probably is not interesting. I've just been on a roll here. No, uh, it's interesting as hell. I'm telling you, we're <laughs> hearing this for the first time. It's interesting, wow. and we want you to go down this rabbit hole. Oh I'm god. You. So so anyway, the the day gets less interesting <laughs> from there. So my my coworker, who like I said, he enjoys life, lives every moment. What's his name? Likes to party. Uh, I will not reveal that information because I have other coworkers that listen to this show. His name's uh, um, uh, Gary. Bruce. <clears throat> yeah. Um, no. So yeah. so Bruce, I I tell him I said, hey, you know, uh, my old high school buddy that we saw in the lobby, he's wanting to go grab a bite and and have some drinks, obviously away from his place of work, um, around five. You know, let's meet up with him. Oh yeah, uh, I'm I'm just gonna I'm gonna stay here, but I'll meet up with you later on then, which I should have known was bullshit. Uh, so I I shower up, go back to the room, get back out to the lobby. <laughs> Buddy's there waiting to pick me up. Uh, call up my coworker. Sounds like you're hooking up, man. Yeah, no, yeah. no. He he says, yeah, I'm in the middle of a you know a hot video chat. I'll I'll yeah, let me know when you get back to the hotel, kind of thing. Right. So I end up going out to grab a bite to eat with old high school buddy, right? And yeah, great guy, enjoyed it. But we were in a venue 
that was loud enough to where you could only hear two thirds of the words. Sure. Oh God. That's and hard. so like, you're you're like Katy like, Perry bouncing in. Oh around God! In you're a you're bar. assembling the puzzle in your head. You're trying to add what meaningful content you have, and it seemed like so much of the conversation was focused around politics or us agreeing that you know the people that never left our tiny little hometown in southern Mississippi ended up you know having yeah. their growth as a human being kind of stunted from the lack of exposure et cetera, et cetera. But it was a good time. I was glad I saw him. Uh, such a bizarre, random course of events that's just the world proving to me that it's a way smaller place than I gave it credit for. And uh, that was my day. So That was amazing. It's an amazing story. You, 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 I'm sorry if I stomped on you, Mark, but uh, getting back to uh, in a recreating... Uh, relationships with uh, with friends, I think that that's really re- uh, really relevant and something that I've been missing out for a long time. Mark, oh, I was just going to tell Craig that I would guess that you'll remember this for the long time, if not for the rest of your life. Because I remember when we lived in New Jersey, <clears throat> for some reason we were going up in the Empire State Building as you do when you kind of go in to just visit and sightsee a little bit. Right. And we were waiting to get in the elevator, and someone that I hadn't seen since elementary school stepped off the elevator. Holy shit. And, I mean, what are the odds of that? Just like what you just ex- were just explaining in your story. And, I mean, I haven't forgotten about that, and that's been 100 years ago. Yeah, well, I mean, that that's like glitch in the Matrix like. stuff. You know, it's, it's enough right. to short-circuit your brain. Go, Whoa, that's that's such an anomaly there. Yep, yep, and it's stuck with me all this time, and that's probably been 30 years. Wow. I'm glad you got to reconnect. I'm sorry the venue sucked, but been there, done that too. Yeah, yeah. Um, but other than that, I mean, we just – it's been hectic at home, man. I mean, first of all, like, I think my wife has been sick through most of 2018, which has been stressful. Uh, by proxy, Damn. my daughter's been sick for a chunk of it as well. And then you've got, you know, your usual kind of underlying stresses and issues there, which wave in one direction or the other. I, I got kind of a tease today because I got her on video chat. Whenever I got back to uh, the the hotel, as I often do, I made sure to conceal how much she could see of the hotel. Cause there's a beautiful hotel with a beautiful view. They like upgraded my room. There are palm trees outside. It's like a resort. Like, well, I can't let her know that I'm here. Um, yeah. so, <laughs> so I just turned all the lights off and just like got in bed with the camera facing just my head with the, you know, the headboard behind me. Like, yeah, yeah. I just got off the flight. I've got a headache, which wasn't a lie. Um, yeah, how are you guys? And just kind of shot the shit with her for a while. But she, my wife, was looking good. And uh, I kind of said, uh, hey, I I, uh, I like what you're working with there. And <laughs> it makes me want to do bad things to you in a cabin kind of thing. Because uh, she was wearing a plaid shirt that kind of had an Eddie Bauer look to it. And she, nice. was, she was kind of smiling and laughing. I said, well, don't you, I, want, I want some pictures later on. She goes, okay. I said, I'm not kidding. I I want pictures, more than one, you know, kind of thing. And she goes, okay, okay. 
And then very shortly, shortly after, I get a picture. I mean, she is a photographer. Right? Well, well, yeah, she takes a picture, and I've already got the thing but for she the wants glasses, proof. which she knows. And so she's she's got the glasses on. She's got the same kind of yeah. plaid shirt on, but she's got it unbuttoned where I can see her bra underneath. I'm like, oh, shit. Um, nice. And I was like, okay, I like that. <laughs> nice. Please send the other ones to my personal phone. <laughs> And uh, please, oh. and don't stop. Please send more. And and then I got nothing. And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck! I fell to the bottom of the priority list again. You know, I. It would not have been difficult. Did you ever send your sneak away did you ever to the send bathroom? Her your junk, man. It would do nothing for. I do nothing for her. So th- this is purely a one-sided. Like, I've never gotten her saying, oh. You're looking really hot. Can I get some pictures of you or show me your chest or anything like that? I mean, Not. maybe she's rubbing one out no, while you're texting no, her. No, I've no, like, I, I've yeah. no, nope. I've caught her looking at porn, and it is not of me. Uh, no. And oh that's just God. the way it is, because I'm the same fucking bowl of Cheerios that she's had every morning for God knows how many years, I guess. So. And now it's out there. Oh. Yeah. My God, I didn't know that. Well, now wait a but, second. I mean, did she ever? Drop, you can't drop that nugget and not say the circumstances of catching her watching porn. I mean, was it on the couch? Was she trying to be subtle? Was no, no, no. I didn't catch her trying to act on it. It's just one of those things where she no. unlocked her phone and immediately the window that was there was porn. Yep. And oh, okay. Okay. me being the guy who's almost never getting sex. It, it rubs me the wrong way because I'm like, okay, clearly you are interested in sex. So now I understand it's just you're not interested in it with me. Right. So they uh, then you got to swallow that pill, right? But Does she ever, uh, speaking of swallow, does she ever uh, send you... Oh um, t- <laughs> hey, James, I'd like to stop and you- thank you for keeping this podcast so classy, all right? <laughs> Uh, I, I'm actually I'm actually holding on right now because I don't know what James is about to say. Right. See, he's getting all this, this out so that he can go back to the PG thirteen. This, this is why we do the the uh, the G rated podcast right later on. I'm clipping right. I'm clipping right now. So Jimmy's uh, ambling. Uh, so uh, <laughs> I'm just asking: Does she ever so show you? Like, does she ever share you? Um, uh, intimate me. photos. Well, in the initial phases, yeah, we were we were down and dirty, and it was wonderful. No, I mean, look, look, no, I mean now, like these, you know, this year. No, she's not at a, all. she's a great photographer. I mean, no, she, she could clearly not at all. Some, all right. And if if I ask, she'll you know pretend that she doesn't have time or whatever. But what if you asked her to do that? No, could you do that? No, could you? I could, Dude, but that, that but could the, be your homework. The the response I get, it's not like I haven't asked. The response I get is, "Well, I don't have time for that." And oh, in my on. head, I'm thinking, yeah, "Okay, uh... well, you have time for Netflix, but why can't this happen?" Kind of thing. So, it's yeah, a pr- it's a prioritization thing, man. And sex yeah, no, for me is at a much higher priority than it is for her, or maybe it just. It, you know, maybe it's just any kind of sexual thing with me. Is it a lower priority? I I don't know. I wouldn't presume to get into her brain and understand 
how all that clockwork is working. But at any rate. Jesus, no, I wouldn't want to know either. Whoa. Talking my significant other. Yep. Uh, so <clears throat> on a, a, a lighter note, um, I asked Mark to, uh, yesterday, I think, um, or we had a conversation about um, our internal time clock and waking up to a song and <laughs> i could i could uh, yeah i'm riffing on something we talked about earlier and that's fine but do you ever wake up to a song what do you wake up to what's in your headspace craig are you asking how i set an alarm no well, your internal head inside your head yeah yeah uh, I don't think I have theme music that plays whenever I wake up. I, I just kind of respond to the alarm and get going kind of thing. So All right, great. Moving <laughs> on. Uh, so, Mark, uh, what's no, no, in, what, uh, now that what song is it, was... man? That's, that's, that's the question. Um, you, we talked about this uh, several days ago, and you said, um, I could ask you, what song is it? And I think that right. that's a really cool segment. Not a really a segment. This is, this is not a radio show. But do you remember the song that got you up today? Or the song that that permeated your day? And Craig, I can put that to you as well. I, I think that that's the idea of uh, the question. Is what song was... Because I can't get, um, um, oh gosh, I'm gonna I'm gonna mess this up. Uh, Barracuda, I can't get it out of my brain today. Like I woke up to it, and that was the suggestion of of uh, Mark. Fuck you very much. I woke <laughs> up to that today after my my nap, my elderly nap. Um, <laughs> With Barracuda, and that was my song of the day. So what? Uh, okay, what was your so song of the day? Is there a song of the day our, for you? Our current earworm. Then, all right, go ahead, Mark. Well, and and to give a little bit more background to what James is talking about, I was telling him <laughs> that as long as I can remember, from a little kid, I've had this internal radio that is always playing inside my head. Hmm. Uh, constantly there's music inside my head and I said you could ask me you know what song I woke up to and I could probably tell you so when he asked me yesterday the song was Stronger by Kelly Clarkson hmm. and when I woke up this morning at three o'clock Jesus Christ it was In My Darkest <laughs> Hour by Megadeth <laughs> this is a religious man uh, swearing at Jesus Christ All right, go ahead. oh man three o'clock is just wrong <clears throat> Uh, just wrong. So that that's kind of what he was talking now, about. Is there any relevance to those songs? Is there an association or some kind of subject that's no. on your mind that prods them into Negative. playing? Okay. It's always music. There's a song playing in my head right now. And it's Seven me so Spanish horny. Angels by Willie Nelson and Ray <laughs> Charles. Okay. Oh, Lord God. Yes. Think. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that's and powerful. I all right. Well, I've got a, a less impressive entry. Um, well, the 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 artist files are, are going to cringe at this. So this is a more recent song. I don't even know if either one of you are familiar with it. 
Uh, are either one of you familiar with the artist Amy Shark? No. Negative. All right. So there's a song of hers called Adore. And the best way I have it to sum it up, I mean, it's it's a girl in a very vulnerable state singing about <clears throat> obsessing is a strong word, but really fixating on a boy or this man that she just adores. And she's a little bit possessive over him and wanting him to notice her. And she's talking about, you know, I spend all this money just to go out places where you're going to be. Right. Everything like that. Right. And I remember hearing this song and I, I had the thought go through my head, like all women are crazy. All of them. Every single fucking one of them. All right. So the name, the name of the game if you're wanting to find your romantic pair, you've got to find the brand of crazy that meshes well with your personality. <laughs> so I began thinking, so well, what brand of crazy meshes with Craig's personality? Because the the oh. the persona in this song, and it, it doesn't hurt that the girl's not bad to look at. She's not a knockout or anything like that, but she's not bad to look at. But her persona in this song is like, yeah, she she's a little bit like, she's a little bit possessive, and and obsessed. But I would be okay with that because I'm the center of the universe then, and that energy yeah. would be reflect that energy and that love would be reflected back on her because that feeds my ego and maybe maybe that's a scorpio thing maybe that's a craig thing she would be rewarded tenfold her investment would pay off um whereas uh the type of crazy that's okay she's angry a lot uh violent um or just I don't know. Boiling bunnies in your uh, in your eh, not in your murderous kitchen. crazy, but there are a lot of different kinds. There, there's a there's one poor girl, sweetest girl in the world, attractive, good enough <laughs> in bed that I that I played around with a little bit in Austin. That was she adored me, but she she needed me. She needed me as a crutch kind of thing. And yep. that that was a song about it. That wasn't quite my <laughs> Sounds fit. Sounds exhausting. Yeah, that wasn't quite my fit. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I just so that that's the song. That's one of the songs that was in my head, and I'm sure that springs from some need there where I'm like, God, you know, I I kind of miss having somebody that's obsessed with me a little bit. You know, that that thinks that, geez, Craig is like the best thing in the fucking world. And, uh, and not just, hey, I need Craig to lift this or, you know, uh, fix this or move heavy objects. Right, right. But there, there is, there is, I think that there's a need there. And I, I, I think that there's a craziness that, look, we think that we're all freaking sane as males. That's not true at all, of course. Uh, but. <sighs> Can we put all the blame on the the crazy girls that want to boil a bunny in a uh, in a, a pot? It uh, just and um, there goes James trying to get the the female demographic. It, be like, yeah, 
I know. God, I'm bored. How dare you, you motherfuckers. That was called trying to reach out to our female demographics right now. No, Uh, no, trying to reel Karen um, in desperately. Look, we're all we're all nuts, man. I thought he was going to say we're all Karen, guys. We're all Karen. We're all we're all we're all (laughs) Craig. We're all reaching out. We're all re- reaching out. Um, are we all crazy uh, a little bit? Um, we all need something. Yeah. Uh, do we need uh, bunnies boiling in a pot? Uh, no, of course not. Uh, but I think that we're trying to reach out. And with especially with this podcast, uh, we're trying to reconcile... And um, reconnect with other people, uh, and I think that's really important. Uh, it's not about fi- falling in love. Falling in love is I, I, at this point. I really just think it's a sham. I don't think there you can <laughs> fall in love with another person and it be real. It be. <clears throat> The, the the idealistic and romantic idea of what you think it's it's supposed to be. And if you can talk differently about that, I'm all ears. They, but I am really reticent to to uh to sorry, something is going on in the background. I you may be uh, hearing I, I can't, some people I, chattering in the room next to me. There's not a whole lot I can do about that. Um, yeah, so I, I can't walls. talk to being married and um, uh, having kids, uh, but if that's important, um, I, I I think that 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 is really super important. But finding a a mate for life has got to be incredibly uh, excruciatingly excruciatingly uh, uh, really hard. <laughs> I can't make the words excruciatingly difficult. There you go. The right? the, the longevity is the key. It's it's like right. if they could craft cuz anybody can get into the head over heels initial phase, right? Yeah. It's all amazing yeah. in the beginning. That's what ropes you in to stick with it. Uh cuz cuz you're you're chasing that high. And that—that's how I think that that's half the appeal for um, the the swinger types, is they're just chasing the high because in an open relationship you can find somebody new over and over and over again yeah. who's crazy about you for sure. that first six weeks, two months, three months, whatever. Um, but until you know Pfizer comes out with an emotional Viagra drug, there's no way to keep. <laughs> That intense, overwhelming love that you have for somebody in those initial phases where you're like, oh, my God, she's so amazing. And, oh, my God, he's so wonderful. And and keep that rocking along. So you you either evolve or it dies on the vine, right? Well, you uh, you're talking about a two to four hour window to connect with another human being. Right. If you, if you love right. them for more than four hours, then you have to contact a doctor. Right. Okay. Yes. Um. 
or you're a teenager. Yeah, or you're 16 years old. Uh, that's but but that's not why Viagra was was created. Of course, um, if you can create that um, enormous uh, Viagra pill for a a a, um, uh, a, a, a you know for people for you know, get um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, I'm just waiting. The word you're I'm waiting for. for the resolution of the no, enormous no, Viagra pill. No, no, no. <laughs> for initial, you know, uh, a relationship, um, that would be that would be that would be incredible. But you can't do that. Like, it's not about that. It's about emotional relationship. It's about interpersonal relationships. All right, so let's. And sus- that's what we need to be. Let's be, suspend uh, this. Bu- let's suspend disbelief for just a moment. Pfizer comes out with the emotional Viagra. There's no disbelief. Pill, okay? But right. it is only available in a very large size as a suppository. Do you take it? No. It has to be genuine. It has to be sincere. <laughs> no, well, it would be I, I'm not kidding. For up to four hours. No, no, no. It no. It lasts for two weeks. A pop. Both parties no. must take it if followed as prescribed. Yeah. Intense yep. feelings of love, loyalty, and appreciation, <clears throat> and no, I know, I know overwhelming where you're, I know sexual where you're attraction. With, I know where you're going with this. I, 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 I can't do that. I, I couldn't. I wouldn't do that. I could absolutely do that. I would want to do that, but I can't do that. See, that that's one big um, difference between... At this point... Yep, go ahead. Listen, I'm, I'm 43 years old. I want a genuine and sincere connection and an anchor down with someone that I care about uh, and I, I can say that I love... It's, I don't know. I mean, when was the last time you said I love you to, um, you know, to someone? And I, I can't, I, I don't remember that. And I know that you can. I can't. No, oh, sounds like James needs a grinder ad. No, I, I, when was the first, first time, first time you laid it out? For oh. um, a girl or Craig, you know, you know, a guy or whatever, um, that you said I love you to to a listener to you the untrained love. listener. That or, was a very smooth or, transition that just happened right there. By the way, to uh, peel back the curtain there, <laughs> or that someone said I love you. When was the, when was the well, first time that okay. someone aside from love parents? You? I'm guessing. Um, I, the only thing I can equate this to is first official girlfriend. It's not a test. It's not a, it's not a test. I'm... Uh, so, yeah, I, I guess it would have been sixth grade because that would have been my, my first girlfriend ever. You were like 12 years old. Janet Dromgul, who later died from You remember her exposure. last name. That's yeah, amazing. Yeah, to the deck yeah. of death. Right. Yeah, well, because I, I looked her up. 
many times like later in life could never find her and then found out that she had died of some rare Last heart week. condition yeah oh god i'm yep. sorry uh you know shit mortality it happens right it just allowed me to so slip into this hot tub young. and drop that on you um yeah pretty horrible she had just gotten engaged uh had just graduated college summa cum laude had her whole life in front of her and bam Damn. I wasn't talking about that. I was talking about 12 is pretty young to tell. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. A significant other that you, the, the L word, if you will. No, I mean, listen, I, no, I, I guess, you know, the age doesn't really matter, but I, I think it's significant um, because you process that, that, that word later, if that makes sense. Uh, you, you figure out what love actually means to me. It, it can, it can mean, um, it could be a verb. It could be, um, super emotional something to you know an entity or whatever it is. And I'm 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 famous for that statement on this podcast. But uh, you know, the first time that you said I love you. Um, I think that that's pretty important. Um, well, and I'm not saying that, that pretty Craig seminal. is wrong. I'm yeah. just saying that at the age of 12, your concept of love is Hollywood-driven or well, familial-driven. Yeah. It, it's, yeah. it's infatuation, right? It, it's, not, yeah. it's not to sure. say that it's any less powerful, probably, but just doesn't no, have of course a not. whole lot of depth to it. And yeah, you're, That's your first exposure to the drug is... During those early, it's like, oh, my God, I have a girlfriend. And then, you know, as a 12-year-old boy, you're like, well, what the fuck am I supposed to do with a, a girlfriend? Um, well, there's a, the, the reconciliation of uh, love, you know, from, you know, f familial and um, what you know as, um, as love for someone that you would spend your life with. Um, I oh gosh, uh, messes up. But they're you know different different stages of love. I mean, I I spent the last week, um, you know, talking to um my 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 mother and my you know my uh, brother. Uh, biological and you know expressing general love for them it's very different than saying you know I have I, I love you I want to spend the rest of my life with you will you be my wife kind of situ situation <laughs> the, and, the, the way you're describing this this is the image that popped into my head was that of Dr. Evil trying to give a hug to his son Scott just this really kind of <laughs> awkward, you know, like, do I put my hands here? Uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's good. Love to that's these good, people. Craig. Uh, well uh, done. <laughs> well, okay, when's the last time yeah. that you've seen them in person? I saw my mom probably 15 years ago. Holy fuck. Yeah, it's been a long time. Um, 
It's um, and your brother it's a long story. that I did not even know existed until earlier today, even further back than that. I'm guessing, yeah. or around the same time. Um, sorry, you broke up on the last part. Uh, so and so, your brother, whom I didn't even know existed until earlier this morning, uh, you, you haven't oh, seen yeah, him for about brother... the same amount of time, or even longer. Uh, he was twenty years. In fact, Craig, um, we were living together, and he would call me two o'clock in the morning, just hammered. And those were the last conversations that I had with my. Wow. So, so you and I were living together, and he was calling was you, you drunk me... at the Spring Street house. <clears throat> Yes, it was you, me, um, oh gosh, uh, and um, oh, the ba- bass player, and Ryan, and uh, we were still, you know, we we're still working hard case and arguing over, you know, who's got to do the dishes and shit of that nature. Well, so did you, um, did you, what was your response to him whenever he was calling you up, just wanting to oh, talk? Oh, he was, he, he was belligerent. Um, oh. He was, he was intoxicated. Yeah, he was intoxicated. And, and, uh, look, the guy, it was, he was, he was in AA and he needed help. And, mm. um, he was calling me for help, and I didn't know it at the time, but we um, had interesting conversations while he was interrupting my Art Bell, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ryan, The aliens, uh, the remote viewing. We were, yeah. Right. So we were remote viewing, and he calls, and he's just talking out of his ass, and now... Um, he has, he has, he's practicing law in California in Fresno. I'm not kidding. Like, it's amazing. Hmm. And I had a conversation with him uh, the other day and I expected it to be a fairly short phone call. And we talked for two, almost two hours. And, uh, I I didn't know how this was going to go down, but I had all the time on my hands and and no, like, just almost emotionless about it. And we reconnected. It it was, it's really amazing. Like, yeah, he's my half brother. The listeners aren't going to really connect on on this, but um, I I hope that they take to heart that, that the idea is. After 20 years, people can grow, can still connect uh, after, you know, two decades. Hmm. It's, it's, it's pretty epic. Um, And we did, and we, we connected in our own way. Um, Proceeding that is um, connecting with my biological mom. Um, that was that was 
That was really epic. That was um, uh, the thing that brought me uh, and my... I'm I'm glad that that's happening for you. Yeah. I'm glad that that's sounds like there's a lot to process. Giving giving yeah. you no, some it's, support it's, and sounds like maybe even some closure to some kind of uh, truncated chapters of your life too. Truly, truly. I mean, there was some some real anger and uh, uh, guilt, and that was on my side. Um, I was a jerk. I was a, you know, I was an adolescent. Mm. I, 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 I shouldn't have been processing that that stuff. Um, but um, I mean, I've had, uh, you know, a dozen hours of conversations with those those people that um, I, uh, you know, uh, previously shouldn't 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 have been talking to, you know, according to my. Um, uh, according to my brain, so um, that was, and this is unexpected. I didn't know that we were going to bring this up, so I apologize for my. No, that's all right. No, I think it's good. Yeah, I'm wondering uh, if there's a flight uh, in your future sometime to California. Yeah. So, uh, <clears throat> uh, Mike's Mike. His name, uh, Linda, my mother. Um, um, Mike is uh, is now a practicing um, lawyer, as I said. Um, I just I want to I want to get out there and and meet my meet my brother. Yeah. Yep. I just <laughs> I haven't seen my brother in forever. <laughs> yeah, twenty years. A lot of change. A lot of events. I mean, I just, I think it's very cool that you've got some more people in your support group, you know? Yeah. And uh, part of that, of course, is, um, well, the biggest part of it is being part of this podcast. Um, And I I hope that you and our listeners... um, uh, understand that um, it was, uh, you know, just just getting on the pipe and talking. Like it's just about conversation, not you know having a side necessarily. Um, it's been really important to me that I'm connecting with. Uh, you know, college buddies, and um, it's allowed me to reach out to other people that aren't uh, necessarily a part of the podcast um, that, you know, just have a conversation. You know, it can go good, it can go bad, whatever it is. Um, but it's so interaction. It. Yeah, so be it. Uh, uh, the interaction of, of human beings uh, super important, and you can't just hole up in a in a cave, yeah. um, which is something I've done in, in for the last you know ten fifteen years, and um, interpersonal. So that's got to be pretty freeing, <sighs> liberating. Brother man, you speak the truth. 
That is it. And frightening. So That's good, man. man. All right, so uh, let's 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 <laughs> let's get away from the 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 shit. Back to pussy uh, and alcohol. Talk, talk about <laughs> 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 oh fuck! No, yeah, I I appreciate that compliment. I, as you were telling this, I found myself wondering, like, you you really struck a chord when you said it's it's so important for folks just to have somebody to talk to and right. i was thinking as, as we become more of a especially lost in our own technology society how much does that dwindle because it's different at least i think it's different to type a little something on social media or something like that as opposed to actually having a dialogue with somebody or, or just being able to put those innermost thoughts out into some kind of universe and get them out from your chest where they're just kind of eating you from the inside and release that and how our, our output is, is reducing from that. And, and I mean, from the corner pub to the confessional, that's a need that's been recognized for millennia. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So, Somebody probably way smarter than us probably realized that hey, people need to unburden themselves with this stuff, otherwise they're they're just not going to do very well. Oh, but, it's serious, and I think, um, uh, and this is my humble opinion, that there are people out there that uh, want to be heard, and the only way that they can be heard is through through a gun huh. and taking other people's lives that they don't they don't really uh, they're too young or too emotionally young to realize what they're actually doing um, I feel like guns are tools but it really disturbs me that there's more school shootings um I don't know. It, it it's it's really disturbing. I I think that they want a voice. I I could be wrong. I think the mind is a precarious wrong. place, and I think that the the effort needed to tip it over the edge is probably a lot smaller than what most folks can comfortably acknowledge. Oh yeah. I mean, they, they, we're, we're talking about children here. I mean, there's there was the Las Vegas shooting. That's you know, I, I, I kind of, I. Oh, don't say that you get that because that would be that would be pretty twisted. Right. Those those were just innocent people going to a country music show that this guy didn't even fucking know. Oh yeah, of course. But you know, to 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 my point, <clears throat> these are these are kids that that don't have a, a real target, and they just want someone to, something to go down and say, "I did that." 
All right. So let's trace this back. Where where did we? uh, Because our generation didn't have this problem with the mass shootings. So what what was our? We didn't have social media. Where 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 were we able to get that satisfaction or or fulfill that need? D and D. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> Fantasy well, I know, I know you're I'm telling a joke, you, man. But... I, I'm not kidding. I, I'm not no, kidding. I mean, like... There was interaction <laughs> because we didn't have yep. social media. There wasn't instant messaging and right. the it, early it was... stuff like MySpace and that kind of stuff. We My parents to interact. forcing me to get out of the house because it's nice outside and I don't want to see you back here until 3 p.m. or whatever. Right. Yeah. Oh, I have all the time, man. man. I was, oh gosh. We are sounding like like the crotchety old man podcast right now. Back in my day. (laughs) Back in my my day. (laughs) Dude, I'm telling you. So, yeah, I I was at, um, uh, I would say, a a sitter's house. Um, I would say, um, not a sitter, um, not a babysitter, but a sitter. That makes sense. No, um, I guess I was. Ahead. I guess I was twelve. Twelve? What? Like a house sitter? You mean then? Yeah, yeah. Sort of like after school sitting kind of thing. Okay. And man, that's that's where I learned to ride a bike, and I wrecked so many times. I I I was horrible. I mean, we're all horrible at riding bikes when when we were starting out. And then, you know, of course, I'm I'm 9 years old. I'm I'm not used to other people's places. I was I licked Okay, so do you know the You know the screen door, you have the little screen there? Right, right. Did you do the thing where you stuck your All tongue right. on it and then you felt your tongue on the other side? All right. So, yes. And it tasted <laughs> like ass. <laughs> It was the worst thing ever. It was, it was where I learned the how to uh, describe the flavor of savory, if that makes sense. <laughs> With me, it was the texture. Was, like when you're when you're when the parts of your tongue, the taste buds actually dry out and you're like, they kind of feel like fur whenever you rub them with your feet. It's the weirdest thing. You know, you're a kid just like, oh, well, I wonder what happens if I do this. (laughs) It was, it was, and I don't know what compelled me to do it. That's, that's the scary thing. Uh, I just don't, I just don't know. Uh, at, at some point I can figure it out, but like, you're just a child, you're a child. Um, and the scary thing about this whole conversation or the conversation that we've gotten into is that, you know, I was at that point, half the age it took to get a, um, uh, to own a gun and be able to take that into a school and shoot at people and it's not the it's not the pistol it's not the rifle it's not the brand name it's none of that it's that it's happening that's really what freaks me out um and if i had a kid 
in a school, I would be really kind of scared. I don't know how else to say it. Like, I would be really kind of scared. I'd kind of want to be the guy that kind of protects the school or be one of the people that's on the hotline where they call and, and I'm, I'm on the, you know, I'm on the nine one one call and, and, and work, work myself in, but cause I would totally take the hit for my kid. Um, and that, that really didn't happen. It was just people, it was it was teachers protecting kids, and that's disturbing to me. Uh, well, rightfully so. I, I'm not sure that we can decode what exactly is broken in the brains of 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 the youth that are participating in this. I like to think that most of them still have some. Yeah, appreciation for life and would never consider doing that to another human being. But uh, maybe they're playing too much D and D. No, probably not or playing not enough. enough. Right? <laughs> Brought the whole theme of the podcast. Like, Pete, bring the screens and the 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 books back. Let's go down to do nerdy things. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> So on on a lighter point, geez, I I, I thought Wait, I was. Can we go back to discussing a, uh, the the Brad's cancerous wife? Because you're really bringing me down, man. And uh... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can do whatever you want, man. Oh, um, shit. I did have a question for you guys. All right. And and maybe I just tease this, and we'll take take it to something other uh, something else. Um, but, um, I want you to think about, uh, what your most adventurous meal was. Uh, most of our listeners probably know that I am into food and wine in a big way. Oh, uh, I, I know this adventure. one. I know this one. Good, good. All right. All right. So, uh, pocket that Mark, think about it. Um, I'm going to think about it as well. Uh, Craig, you had something else for us though. I did. Wait, what did, uh, I you just I don't know. I thought you said me. you had something else for. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I thought I was gonna talk about the uh, the raw eel sushi that I had and had a hard time holding down. That I do it. No, I, you know what? Let's try. Let's dive right into that. Uh, so yeah, to speak. Okay. So I was out on a date with a girl named Cassandra, who I was head over fucking heels for. Um, yeah. Yeah, probably some part of me wanted to impress her, show her that I was adventurous, open to different ideas or things. She mentioned that she likes sushi. I've never been big on seafood, never. So we go to the sushi place. I've never had sushi before, and I decide, uh, all right, well, I'll order the raw eel, which I have since been told is a very extreme choice for somebody's first sushi experience so uh long story short pop it in my mouth uh god knows how i even swallowed it i really wanted to throw up and it was horrendous and i still have no idea how people put those things in their face but that's what you do for red hair that's that's pretty much it Uh, that's pretty extreme. Mark, what do you got? 
I'm going to say that mine's probably pretty similar in the fact that it was sushi, but it wasn't raw eel. It was sea urchin, and it kind of looked like this little brain wrapped in nori. Uh, but I actually yeah. liked it. I love sushi. I yeah. haven't had any sushi that I don't like. But it felt a little adventurous to put something like that in my face. Uh, but I didn't have that reaction. What about you, James? What's the most adventurous thing you've put into your face? Yeah, I, I think we're all on the same page. It was uh, uni for the first You're time. You're very distant right um, now, by the way. Yeah, I just dropped my phone and uh and a water. Um so uh it was definitely uni. Um and uh a combination of uni and eel. Can you hear me well, Mark? Not real well. Hold on, what's going on? Can you hear me now? Yes. All right, so it was a combination of uni and eel. Um, uni was uh, the tougher one, um, but as Americans, we typically eat our sushi with uh, a ton of wasabi and um, a number of other accoutrements and things like that, but it should be... Um, enjoyed in its you know in its essence and um uni was for me the toughest one because it was just uh, the way i sold it was just it was it's the flavor of the sea it's flavor of the ocean (laughs) and um it it yeah it didn't always go over that well Hmm. uh but people that were into sushi they're into sushi me, not so much. Imagine somebody um, less adept at offering, uh, how do I put this, flowering descriptions. Be like, yeah, it tastes like the pia. Uh, <laughs> tastes like the pier? We're not moving a lot of that product. No, no not at all. Well, guys, uh, speaking of moving along, uh, my body's still on East Coast time. I got to be up early in the morning, so I think I'm going to cut this show a little bit short if that's all right with you two. Of course. And, James, I don't don't know about Mark, but I'm still having a little bit of problems hearing you two, so that would make uh, going on on the show a little bit tough. All right, all right, all right. I think this wraps it up. All right. Matthew McConaughey's in, like, the, the pit in uh, <laughs> Silence of the Lambs, apparently. Like, <laughs> it puts the lotion. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I'll put that but, lotion on my skin. Appreciate it. Um, right, but, hey, okay. uh, thanks for listening, folks. Uh, who knows what's in store? We, we've got some, some interesting stories, and despite my uh, my – my intro, I am interested uh, in some of them, even if I'm not entirely clear on uh, what direction they will go or, or how it'll end up. But I promise we're going to get a... That's a we, uh, by the way. I'm, I promise that we're going to put things in uh, your ear hole that will satisfy you tremendously um, without the five-hour uh, emotional suppositories that we discussed earlier. So we hope you enjoy this show. <laughs> And uh, yeah, thanks. keep your eyes open for very bizarre uh, coincidences in the world. They do exist. 
And that's crazy uh, that you met that guy. That's amazing, James. We can't. I'm glad hear you had you a good time. I don't know what you did with your phone. I don't know if it's up your ass. Yeah. I I don't know what you did, but it's it's gone. All right, fine. Well, you can hear me on the uh, the podcast though. Uh, Wrongsarong dot com. Yeah. Uh, this is Aced and Confused, and uh, Craig, call us out, man. Okay. Uh, all right, guys. Well, thanks for tuning in. Uh, we'll we'll throw this up. And uh, I, again, remember we've got the email address where you can write to us: Larry and His Yoga Pants at Gmail dot com. Uh, so, Kanichiwa, bitches. Uh, enjoyed the time, fellas. Thank you for making the time for me. And uh, we'll talk again soon. Peace out. You stole my outro, Kanichiwa, bitches. Well, when does he get it? He doesn't. Why not? Because he broke the rules. What rules? We didn't see any rules, did we, Charlie? Wrong, sir. Wrong. Wrong, sir. Wrong.